everyone, what's up? Welcome to the Sick to You podcast. I am your host, Karina Parikh. I am a junior in high school and a Girl Scout from sunny San Diego, California. You are tuning in to the right place if you want to learn about mental health, wellness, and self-care. My mission with the Say to You podcast is to encourage and inspire others to live a healthy and fulfilling lifestyle. I bring on special guests for each episode to share their perspectives and tips for sticking to your own journey and appreciating your self-value and self-worth. Thank you so much for being here. And without further ado, let's dive into it. Today, I am joined by the amazing Sophia Kui. Sophia is a sophomore at UC Berkeley, and she is studying data science. Sophia is honestly one of the best people I've ever met. She is full of positivity and joy, and she brightens everyone's day. She is also super supportive and gives really great advice on every topic possible. So I am really excited that she is here today. If you don't know, Sophia and I met technically a while back when we were in like junior clinics for tennis, but we definitely got to know each other a lot more when she was a captain of the varsity tennis team at our high school my freshman year. So Sophia is going to give her perspective on mental health, self-care, the transition to college, and managing stress on today's episode. So first off, thank you so much, Sophia, for joining. Wow, thank you for that amazing intro. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. Um, I'm really excited that you're here too. And do you want to start off by introducing yourself to everyone? Yes. Well, I think you covered a lot of it. Um, I just to reiterate. I'm studying data science at UC Berkeley. Uh, I went to high school with Karina and uh, we play tennis together, run together. I am very into self-care and ways to maintain your mental health. And I am excited to talk about it. Yay, yay. I'm really excited that you're here. I know I said that like already like four times so far. (laughs) I'm excited to be here too. (laughs) But I really am. Um, So why did you choose data science as your major? I'm just curious, like, were you always interested in that? Or did you just like become interested by going to college? Yeah, so it's kind of a rising topic, um, like in the industry and in colleges. I discovered it through my high school internship at the Scripps Institute of Oceanography. I was doing a lot of oceanography work for them. And then I kind of clicked that like, what I was doing like was data science. I was using data in order to make like predictions about where pollution would travel and how like the icebergs would transform. And I was just blown away by how cool it was. And I thought like a lot of kids, like I kind of wanted to be like a marine biologist or something sciencey. And this kind of like hit all the marks for me because data science really just gives you the ability to go into any field that that you enjoy and um i have personally decided to like stay on kind of the life science side of data science 
I'm concentrating in computational biology. And my overall goal is to work um, potentially in healthcare or in like bioinformatics in the future. <laughs> Sorry if that oh, was enough. That sounds so cool. That is awesome. And I'm just like really proud of you. And I think that like, I like how you said like it kind of combines all of your passions um, and it like allows you to get, go into a field that you're passionate about. So I love that you're doing that. Mm -hmm. And what types of clubs and organizations are you a part of at Berkeley? Yeah, so I'm a part of two main like organizations at Berkeley. Um, my freshman year, I joined Greek Life, which was a really interesting experience. Um, I honestly didn't really see myself joining Greek Life at um, other schools, but Berkeley's community in Greek Life is really welcoming and very diverse and just like a great, a great fit for me, I thought. Um, and so I'm a part of Sigma Kappa, which probably means nothing to you if you're not, <laughs> if you're not at Berkeley or in college, but, um, but it's really great. I've met some really amazing people. Um, I'm living in the house right now, so they've provided me room and board, which is amazing. I'm also running for a position um, this week, in fact, for my sorority. I'm hoping to be vice president of standards and values. So it's pretty exciting um, and I really love it. The other organization I'm in is more of a professional organization. I'm in Big Data at Berkeley and we run a um, six week boot camp teaching high school students about data science. And right now, since everything is virtual, not to plug, but everybody can join if they're interested in learning about data science. So it's a really cool experience. I develop curriculum for them. So I like make all of the, um, we use Jupyter Notebooks, which is like um, just a platform, a really easy platform to code on and like visualize different graphs. Um, and it's extremely rewarding. I've met some really amazing people there too. Everyone is so passionate about data science and learning. Um, and honestly, like I'm got so lucky that I'm in both of these organizations because they've really like, made my experience at Cal for sure. That is awesome. I love that. And how do you think being a part of these organizations and clubs have like helped your personal wellness? Definitely. Um, like, especially with online school, the social aspect is really huge. It's nice after like watching a lot of asynchronous lectures or just kind of like working all day that I can like kind of unwind with um, like my club, my professional club has a lot of socials where we play like fun games together. Um, and then like my sorority, it's so nice. Like I have a social bubble here that I can go have dinner with, go like do whatever with, or allowed to like be with each other, which is really nice. Um, and so they definitely help me like have a little break from the like, school 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 mindset that um is really hard to escape when you're in college I would say so yeah I honestly think that like without these clubs I would feel like pretty like not like lost but um definitely like it would be much harder to find like to find um to find like outlets for myself to to unwind yeah, that is super important. And I think even like when you're not doing distance learning, it's also like 
a really great thing to be a part of. And I think mm-hmm. like in high school, like being a part of the tennis team with you was like super helpful for me because it's like when I was going to high, when I was like first started high school, it was, it was just like kind of weird to be by yourself, um, not really be part of like a club or an organization, but like quickly like joining like a team um, or something along those lines, like really helpful to like meeting new people and just being an outlet for yourself. Yeah, the tennis team was an amazing experience. Like I really love the CCA tennis team. I remember like I had a similar experience to you, like my freshman year coming into high school, like not many of my friends from middle school went to my high school. And so I kind of didn't really know many people. And the tennis team was an amazing way for me to meet like great people, like even before school started and like form like really lasting connections with people. And, you know, I really, I really love that about CCA and like our tennis team. I feel like it has like a really good culture. So I hope that continues for years to come. Definitely. And do you think it helped like your transition to college being a part of like these clubs that you just joined? Oh, definitely. I think um, coming to college can be kind of intimidating, especially for me. I was really nervous about leaving home. Like I never really planned to, I know I'm not that far away, but I am a short plane ride away from home. Um, And so I feel like joining these clubs and organizations really helps you find um, people that you have stuff in common with really quickly. Um, I feel like in general, college just like cultivates these relationships though, like even with like your roommates and your floors, like my freshman year roommate is literally my soulmate. Like, I got so lucky to meet her and like everyone on my floor too. I'm still like best friends with now, which is really amazing. Um, And these clubs just kind of help you like branch out beyond that too. Like you meet people where you live and then you meet people at school and you meet people in these organizations. And it's just like, it's just a really exciting time of like being like really finding like your new, finding like your adult self, I would say. Um, and yeah, definitely like I owe a lot to these clubs. I feel like they have helped me a lot and, um, yeah. So I hope to like get back to them a little bit by like taking on some leadership roles in the coming years. Yeah, that is awesome. I'm so like happy for you that you've found like a community too. So I know that you're a sophomore right now in college and your college experience is probably a lot different compared to last year. Um, How has it been doing distance learning and how do you think it has affected your mental health as a college student? Yeah, there are a lot of pros and cons to distance learning. Um, Like in theory, I feel like it's, I mean, it's more efficient um, to get stuff done. Like I used to have to walk a mile to like class every day. um, And then I couldn't like come home in between classes because it was too far to walk. And so I'd have to like stay and work. Um, but now it's online, so I never leave my room or my pajamas, which is, um, like really interesting. And like, honestly, it's, it's really nice because I'm really fortunate to be in a single right now. And so like, it's kind of nice for me to lounge around my room and kind of like casually do my work all day. But on the other hand, like it is very, like very different to have that change between like constant social interactions and then like very like passive learning like just watching videos not like 
not being there. So I think like mental health wise, this presents a lot of other challenges, you know, especially with like being devoid of certain social interactions and like kind of like experiencing like, I guess more that lonely feeling um, that like is pretty prevalent in a lot of people's college experiences. Like, you know, moving away from home, having like all new friends, it's like very exciting, but also like can be kind of scary and lonely at times. Um, and online school, I think kind of like can perpetuate that feeling, especially if you're like alone in your room doing work all day long. Um, I'm really lucky that I've been able to find some outlets that help with distance learning, um, like trying to get outside whenever I can. I'm really lucky that like Berkeley has some great like hiking trails, right? Like literally a couple blocks from me. So it's really easy to like get out and like enjoy like a nice hike and kind of like relax a little bit before I continue like my hard schoolwork. Um, and then another thing that really helps me too is um, dinner with my bubble. Um, my so sorry, my social bubble in my sorority. Um, so like the people that we share a bathroom with, we are like kind of allowed to be with because of like COVID precautions. Um, and so like, just like kind of going downstairs to like have dinner with them and like talk for like a half hour before like going back to continue your work is like, is really, really helpful to me. Um, and yeah, I, I understand. How about you? Have you experienced any like, how has the social learning, like, social distance learning been for you, and, like, yeah. what challenges have you experienced? I think it's great that you have, like, a, that you have a social bubble um, with your mm -hmm. friends, because that's just probably, like, super helpful and makes you feel a lot better um, about distance learning, and you have, like, this community that you can just, you know, go to and talk to whenever you want, and so I think for high schoolers, it's a little bit, it's, a, it's difficult for us, too, because, mm -hmm you're surrounded by just your family, which is great, but then sometimes you're like, oh, I wanna see my friends, but um, it's a little bit more challenging when we have distance learning and we don't get to see them all the time. Um, yeah. Something I've kind of realized is that like being on a screen, it can be really tiring and mm, absolutely add a lot more stress um, to, my, mm. like, to myself. Like, I don't know if you kind of felt the same way. I agree, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like doing stuff online, it's just a lot, it's just really hard. And so I think that's what's been a big challenge for everyone. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know if you heard the term like Zoom fatigue or like, yeah, when you're just like in an online class for hours and like you have one right after and then you have like a meeting after that. And it's just, it's hard to just like sit at the computer um, and stay present and active when it's been so long and it's so difficult. Um, totally. And working on like group projects can be, oh, can yeah. be so difficult, like on Zoom or on Google Meets. It's like, it's really mm -hmm. difficult, but I mean, there are some pros to distance learning, which would be like, I kind of sleep more, which is really nice. <laughs> um, yeah. I take a lot more naps actually. Like, <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of like our new norm. And I also think that like, that's kind of what our society will start turning into since it's becoming more oh. like technologically advanced. That's just my opinion on it. I don't know if like, yeah. 
No, I mean, I think it's a very valid opinion. It's just not, it's just not what I wish would happen. <laughs> like, I really hope that we can return to some sort of normal soon because, I mean, it is hard and it's a really big change. And I think, like, especially, like, mental health-wise, it has been really, really hard for people to, like, make this transition and, like, maintain this transition for so long when, like, Originally, it was like, oh, you know, it'll only be, you know, a vaccine will come out. And then, definitely, you know, there's not really a definite, like, there's no definite timeline, no end to this. Sorry, this is getting kind of bleak. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I guess it's about, like, making the best of it and, like, figuring out how to put a positive spin on it, I guess. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say, is that I think, like, something that's come out that's good about distance learning is that you've got to spend a little bit more time at home and that actually, that's like actually allowed people to like work on new projects and connect with people yeah. they probably would not have been connecting with before. I know for me, like I just would never have imagined myself like going on these Zoom calls. Like I just never thought of like doing a, like a kind of like a group FaceTime call that's like professional. Like that mm -hmm. never like really was something that I would ever think about before and this is just something that's like opened me up to it and then also I think like I've been able to work on a podcast like different types of things that I just know probably would not have happened without this yeah absolutely I really do think it like opens the avenues to like be more creative and like think of these alternative solutions to like the new issues that we have present and honestly like I'm really thankful that like of like my situation and everything I feel like during quarantine and like after I got sent home like me and my um little sister got like closer than ever before like um I feel like I feel like this is a very common story for siblings like after like the older sibling like goes to college is when like your relationship gets a lot better <laughs> um and yeah for us like when I came back we were best friends and it was so much fun to like spend quarantine with her and doing all of like the classic quarantine activities we did like Chloe Ting, whipped coffee, um, literally every every quarantine trend that you could imagine like we we did it and it was it was really fun so yeah, yeah so also, like a lot of good that came out of it yeah no, sorry I go ahead. also think that like it's brought us together as like a community, like our whole like country a little bit more. I know that there are some divides in our country, but I also think like with like the Black Lives Matter movement, other movements like that, I feel like it has brought us together in a way like through social media and other connections. Yeah, definitely. I think it really showed just like how, like the whole coronavirus just showed us like how like connected everybody like, on earth is and how like it just like new modern era and then like like you said with like the new social not I guess they're not new but like the social movements that have been really prevalent this year also like I was showed like the power of social media and like what what you can like do to make a difference which is really cool and yeah I feel like it's nice to see the community come together I know that like um I don't know if you're familiar with like Carmel Valley against Corona I know some of my like friends are part of that organization. Um, uh, some like people in my year who stayed home this semester, like are raising money and making masks and like donating to like hospitals, which is like 
really cool and just wow I they never like people I feel like people in Carmel Valley just like never stop like being being amazing and going the extra mile you know yeah I actually do follow that account on Instagram it is oh yeah it is so cool I like everyone's everyone's starting super amazing things right now and it's awesome just to see like how everyone's like helping the community and helping one another mm-hmm. yeah absolutely yeah and kind of transitioning more into like mental health I want to know like what your perspective is on mental health I know that in high school it's starting to become like more of a topic that is talked about, but do you think that's the same in college? Yeah, definitely. I think that like coming to college really, like, especially for me, like allowed me to kind of explore my, like my own like mental health and like my own needs a lot more. Like after like being away from my parents for a little bit, I was kind of able to figure out like, like what, what do I need? Like, what am I like, what am I looking for? Like, how do I take care? How do I take care of myself and like my own mental health needs? Um, I think especially at Berkeley, like there really like is not a stigma around like going to therapy or seeking like seeking help or seeking, um, seeking action when, when you need to talk to someone, which is so amazing. Um, our school also offers like free counseling and like um what do they I forget what they call it but like um an opportunity to like take care of like help you like on your like mental health journey I guess um I think and it's a lot easier in college than it was in high school because I know like I personally like tried to talk to my counselor about some serious things in high school and I found it extremely unhelpful (laughs) I don't know. I know that, like, especially the counselors at CCA um, have had, like, certain complaints about them, and some are, like, better than others, but mine was personally, like, not very understanding when I wanted to talk to her about something that was troubling me, Um, but in college, like, it's so easy, um, and it's free to talk to someone, like, whenever you need, which is amazing, Um, and I have a lot of friends who like it's very easy to talk about with them as well and like the challenges the challenges that they have faced um and like but at the same time like it's also really hard in college as well because like you're independent you have you know a mountain of stuff to do on your plate all the time and so like that can be really overwhelming and frankly like i've never felt like the amount of like stress and like weight on my shoulders like ever in my life until I came to college which is I feel like from other people I've talked to is kind of kind of normal like it's expected to be like oh yeah college is so much harder than high school even though like CCA definitely prepares you really well it's still it's still a lot to have to like figure everything out on your own and work everything out and so it is really nice to have like have kind of like, I don't know, for me personally, I don't know, it's like definitely like, this is not like one size fits all, but I like have like kind of like mental health like plan, like how I handle my stressful situations, how I manage like everything on my plate um, without like, without losing it. So um, yeah, I guess to tie back into your question, sorry, I went on kind of a, kind of a little bit no, of a no, you answered. Yeah, you answered the question. Yeah. I like, 
sorry, did you want to keep, yeah, you can keep going, sorry. Oh, no, no, that was, that was basically, I was just going to reiterate, like, kind of the same thing, that's all. Cool, yeah, so I, I, I kind of like, like, I love that Berkeley offers that to you, and I think that's great for college students, and one thing that I think is kind of interesting is that for mental health, I feel like people, there's a stigma that only a certain group of people need it, and mm -hmm. I don't think that's true. I think everyone can benefit from it. And it's like everyone, everyone needs to take care of themselves. And I, I think people just associate mental health with only being someone who has a mental illness. And yeah. I think that's like a big thing. And I just, mm -hmm. I like, I love how like you're really open to talking about mental health and stuff. And I don't know if like you kind of like feel that same stigma, like if that exists yeah no definitely like especially growing up like I felt like it was always like therapy was never like offered to me as kind of like a a normal thing it was always like something has to be extremely wrong like extremely messed up for you to want to go to therapy which is absolutely not the case like I think that's a terrible stigma that we definitely need to get rid of <laughs> um and I especially think like coming from a competitive school like CCA, um, I thought like a lot of my feelings and like how like, just basically like how I acted and every, like how people around me acted, like I thought it was all like kind of normal, like like it's okay to like feel, you know, stressed like all the time and like, you know, and like just like, like very like uncomfortable all the time, which is, it's obviously like not the case. Like definitely if you're feeling terrible all the time, that is like not normal and not like what should be happening. And so like, I think definitely like coming to college helped me realize like, oh, like I kind of need to take my own mental health journey, I guess to kind of figure out like, like what is like, what is like my like normal, like what is like going to be good for me to handle, like handle these stressful situations. And like, especially like I think like meeting people like outside of um I guess like outside of CCA who had just like other like high school life experiences really helped like show me that like there's so much like there's so much more to like um so much more to like your own like mental experience I guess and your own like mental well-being than like I had previously thought and so I think that like everybody could benefit from talking to someone or kind of like thinking about like how to like how to like better th their own mental health and not just like not just I know there's like a million things on everybody's plate um and like often your mental health kind of like falls like lower down on your priority list but I think that like it it shouldn't um and and I feel kind of hypocritical like saying that because I definitely like I like it's it's hard to prioritize it when you have so much other stuff going on but like I mean like I still think it's important even though like I also like this is definitely something I'm struggling with right now is trying to like put like my my own like mental well-being like before um like all of you know all the other schoolwork and you know jobs and internships and lots of like you know, just yeah. things on your plate that just just have it have it fall down um, but I do think it's something really important that like everybody should prioritize. Yeah, you said that so well. I think everyone can benefit from talking to someone and 
it doesn't have to be like a therapist. It doesn't have to be a counselor. It can mm-hmm. honestly just be your friends, your family, your mom, your dad. And I think you can't just bottle up all of your feelings and just being able to like, you know, either like take a walk or go for a run or just talk to someone at that can be like super helpful and beneficial to your own well-being. And I know you mentioned something about a mental health plan. I kind of want to hear more about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. So I like personally um, have like, I'm very big planner like I love to like have kind of like an organized idea of like everything that I'm going to do in a day how I'm going to like just how I'm going to like approach different situations and like I think that like it really helped me personally to kind of like plan out like how I like manage my stress and so like you know if I'm like feeling this way then I have like you know like these certain outlets where I can kind of like kind of unwind a little bit so I don't like get completely overwhelmed or like especially like if I have like too much thrown on my plate I need to like know that I I need to take a second and say like okay like it's like you can handle this like you just have to like split it up like this this and this um and that really works for me like have taking like kind of an organized approach to um my mental health but I know like that's not going to work for everybody Um, it definitely helps me like manage, like when I'm feeling overwhelmed or like out of control, I really think that like making a plan or like, like I have this like plan in my mind of like, okay, like you can, you know, you have time, you have time to like go take a walk or you have time to go like call your friend or go out to brunch or something, something along the lines of that. Like, so you're not just completely, you know, like submerged in, in work 24 seven. Um, yeah, so I think, yeah, I think I like, plan works for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. And I think, um, you know, I also think that, like, when you, talk, when you talk about mental health, it doesn't mean, like, cutting back on things. Like, it doesn't mean just being like, oh, I can't handle this, like, stress, or I can't handle mm-hmm. um, doing this work, and I just won't do it. I feel like it's more mm-hmm. about, like, spreading things out, like, including breaks um, in your life. Um, and in your schedule so that you can be there for yourself and you know that you can really show up as well as you can. Yeah, definitely. But I also think that like, it's important to do the other thing that you said and like, not completely overwhelm yourself. In high school, I was always very careful to not like take too many AP classes because I just like, or AP classes that I wasn't super interested in because I knew that like, I didn't want to be working 24 seven, like I needed to have time for myself. And like, I kind of do the same thing in college, except it's a lot harder because like every class is an AP class. <laughs> um, but um, like, I do make sure that I take, like, I kind of limit the technicals that I take uh, per semester. And last semester in the spring, I was in two really hard technical classes. And I decided that I don't have the like, I don't have the time to devote like the full energy needed to both classes. And so I decided to drop one and take it over the summer, which was a really good decision and really helped me a lot. So I think it's like, I know that goes back to like my planning. Cause like, I like, I like to like, like, like premature, not prematurely, like presumptively, like make, um, like make decisions that will hopefully like benefit like my future self. Um, and I feel like this is kind of like, maybe not, 
uncommon, but like a less common thing. Like, um, I really just like to make sure that like, I'm not overwhelmed in the future because I know that like, I can be very sensitive to that personally. Um, and so that like also really works for me and helps me. But again, like, I understand that like, this is not for everybody. (laughs) And, um, sometimes you can't avoid taking, you know, two technicals in one semester or like, you know, taking all these, you're interested in all these AP classes that you like want to take. And so then, and so then it's like, you have to figure out like a way beyond that to, to manage it, which is like, which can be difficult, but also is doable if, you know, you have the right mindset. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean it like that. (laughs) I, I like, I love that something that I really admire about you. And I know a lot of people also admire about you is that you have really great balance in your life. And like, yes, I know like so many of my friends and your friends too, like we all like admire you because of that. And like, cause you have like great, like, um, you have like great, like social things going on, but then also if you're a stellar student and it's just like, you have amazing balance. So do you think your schedule is like basically like the way that you balance everything out or do you have other tips on like how to balance um, your life pretty much? Oh yeah. Well, that's, that's so flattering. Thank you. Um, I do really pride myself on like keeping a balanced life because I know like how easy it is for like me personally to kind of like tip out of control with certain aspects. Like even like, even when I was really like competitively playing tennis, which I guess wasn't that long, probably like before you, even before you even joined the team. Um, like I still didn't want to like let that like take over my life. Cause I just knew that like, I just knew that like, I don't know. I feel like I've always known that like my, like my happiness is kind of like, like number, number one. And like my like well being is always like number one. And so when I like go in, like there are definitely times when I like, like this summer, like I know that like my balance falls out of whack. Like this summer um, I ended up having to take like, so I pushed off one technical and I had to take it this summer while I was working at, um, at a tennis camp also. Um, and it was a lot during quarantine at home. Like the class was really fast paced. Um, but like, I think that it was still like, it was still a better choice than taking it during the semester. And, um, but it was like, it was like a stressful, it was a stressful like two months to take that class. Um, And I think that like also kind of showed me like, like I like, I, even though like, I like really like plan for balance, like you can't always plan for balance and like, it's hard to, it's hard to know exactly like what's coming. Um, But to actually answer your question, I guess it's just like, it's knowing like what your, like where your max is, like what you're capable of and like, like an understanding of yourself and then like, approaching life and like situations with that because I knew going into high school that like or like especially like after freshman year I I knew that like I wasn't going to be able to handle taking a full load of AP courses that wasn't that wasn't my goal and that wasn't like was some that wasn't something that I wanted to do and so like because of that like I knew I just needed to pick a few that like I really cared about and were centered around like what I wanted to learn Um, and then same thing in college. I think that like, it's hard, especially like when you compare yourselves to people, because I know people that take three technicals in a semester and they do really well in all of them. 
And I like am so amazed by that and really impressed, but it's not one size fits all. Like just because like other people can handle like this, you know, certain course load or certain like amount of responsibility, like doesn't mean that like everyone is required to, everyone's required to be able to handle that. And like, I think like that's a really hard realization to have and like kind of contributes like even CCA probably like people experience imposter syndrome where they just feel like they kind of don't belong there or like they're not good enough to be there, which is just obviously like never the case. Like that is not true. Like obviously deserve to be there. And in college, like that feeling can kind of be exacerbated because like, um, because it's like you got it, like Berkeley is like an elite institution and everyone here is very, very impressive and can handle like a lot of work. And so it's hard to not like compare yourself to like certain people. Um, But like in the end, I think it's like really important that you just recognize that like your work is like still really valid and you can still do really good work especially like when you take care of yourself and like put your needs first. And so like, it's just not worth it to like take an unbound schedule, even if like, at least for me, like, it's just not worth it to, um, even though like, even though I know it can be like really challenging. So I think like to sum this all up, <laughs> um, I think like finding balance in your life is really specific to like your needs And I think like one of the best ways to like do it is by not comparing yourself to like the needs and like, like the skill set of like other people, which can be really challenging, but like in the end is like worthwhile. Cause I think that like everybody is capable of like amazing things and we all go at different paces. And so I just think that if you really like look at like, what you can do and what's best for yourself. Like that's just the best way to best way to like (laughs) find balance in your life, I guess. (laughs) I hope that was like a good answer. Totally. Yeah. And I like how you said like the thing about comparison, because I mean, I can't really give you the college perspective because I'm not in college yet, but I can give you the high school perspective. And I think Mm -hmm. that at CCA, it's really competitive. And I feel like I'm just constantly like, like even if I like if I'm trying not to I feel like I'm constantly comparing myself to someone else and because we all feel like we're competing for the same goal of college which or and I'm sure that's the same thing in college you're all competing for the same goal of a job so I think that is true it really sucks but it's important to just remember that we're all like on different paths and that Mm -hmm. we're all different people and so we're not going to be looked upon as the same person you don't want to be considered the same yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely I think that's so true like I mean I feel like it's really easy to see yourselves as like competing with each other especially at CCA I feel like the reality is that like I mean like these are your classmates like these are like they shouldn't be your competition like these are the people that should be like supporting each other and like uplifting each other and like helping each other like get through like move like forward with their lives because you know high school is just like the beginning there's so much more to like so much more to come and like everyone's like there's so many like really amazing paths to take out of high school as well like there's not like one set there's not one set path that like everyone's trying everyone like needs to fit into or else there's like or else there's no career for them you know which is really really like 
a misleading idea, I think. Um, and I think that like, especially in college, it can be really hard to like, people are really like, competitive for jobs and internships, but it's about like finding, you know, find like my friends at CCA were all always like very stressed out about school constantly. But in college, like I have so many friends who are really smart, but they don't like, they never, they're never stressed about school. Like I, I'm the most stressed out of, <laughs> out of all of um, my friends about school, which is really crazy. And everyone is just kind of like, everyone's just kind of like, yeah, like, you know, we're just, we study, you know, it's fine. Like, which is so like, so it was so like, which was a major change for me, like coming from high school and coming from like my friends at CCA. And so like, but also like a great change. So I just think that like, at least like, that's like, at least for me personally, that's like the goal is like, you know, it's not like, it's not everything is like life and life or death. You know, you can just like, everyone's trying their best and like, like we can like be there to support each other. Um, but at the same time, like I, I do understand like it's, it's competitive, especially at CCA. Like, yeah. Totally. Have I you agree with you. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you um, like how's like the, comp like the competition you've experienced? Like, I know that like Kaya told me that like very common that, um, like people are asking like for all the schools that she's applying to, they want to know like where she's like, where she like ED or like where like all the, like they want all the details so that like they could potentially, I don't even know what they would do that with that information, like <laughs> add it to a spreadsheet. So <laughs> they see how many people are applying to school. <laughs> Yeah. Anything uh, like that or? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not like a senior yet, so I don't like yeah. have that college thing yet, but I do mm -hmm. know people are kind of like, they like ask you what your schedule is and they kind of judge your, um, your academic level <laughs> based mm -hmm. on what classes yeah, you're absolutely. which is just annoying and. I <laughs> yeah, so annoying. <laughs> Yeah, so basically what I was saying was that, like, I think my parents really helped me with, like, not thinking about comparing yourself to others, um, because they know that, like, if you're trying your best, that's all you can do, really, and I think, like, I think freshman and sophomore year, I really put a lot of pressure on myself to, I don't know, perform a certain way or try doing as many things as possible, and I'd constantly come home and tell my parents, like, oh, someone's doing this, which is super cool. And then, like, I wouldn't say, like, oh, I need to be like them, but I kind of, like, hint, like, maybe I need to be doing something else, and I'm not doing enough. And so my parents really helped me with that, and just, like, realizing that you're different people. Like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't just join Science Olympiad or something like that if you're not interested in going into a field like that. Um, so that was really cool for me to hear, and I think that was, like, something that I think a lot of high schoolers and maybe college students would actually benefit from hearing. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's extremely, like, interesting that, like, your parents are, like, both super, like, deep in STEM, and then, like, you're going off and doing, um, like, business, which is amazing, and, like, I wish that, like, like, that was more common, because, like, even, like, my parents, not to, like, be negative, but, like, I, I, like, didn't really have many options, if I'm being honest, like, when it came to like my choosing my major like they like they said like I could do whatever I wanted but it was strongly suggested 
that I needed to be doing computer science. And like, even, it was even hard, like, honestly, to get them on board with data science, which is pretty surprising, but they're both like software engineers. And so like, it's pretty like easy to expect them to like, you know, they think the field is great and they think that I should go into it too. But honestly, like, that's definitely not the field for me if you've ever seen me like use a computer. <laughs> um, yeah. But, like, I feel like data science was a good compromise for like my own interests. And like, I'm, I'm really, really happy that I've like ended up here now. But I do think that like it can be really hard for people to kind of like break away from what their parents like expect from them or like even do themselves because they see it as like, the only viable career path because it's like viable to them, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of interesting that you said that because um, my brother, Nathan, that um, you definitely know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like he's not doing like, so my, both my parents are doctors and so he's not studying or he's not planning to become a doctor. And so it's interesting. Like he wants to go into something with business and computer science and that kind of like field. Um, engineering possibly like that's kind of like the field that he wants to go into but more down like the business path and I think mm -hmm. I'm kind of the same way like, I want to go into business um, or another field and I think my parents are like open to that because they realize that you know like being a doctor is great but like that's not the only job that's out there there's so many other things that you could be doing and they just want me to be they just want basically me to be happy so I think yeah um, that's so great it's cool to like I don't know have that like push from your from your family and if you don't have that from your, from your family you can get that from your friends um or other yeah. teachers yeah absolutely I also think it's like it's nice for like the younger sibling too like my I feel like my sister just has it easier with my parents like for everything um oh but, totally so yeah I'll admit that you do <laughs> you <laughs> your parents are definitely like a lot easier like on the second child because they've already gone through it once and they know like <laughs> they've learned a little bit yeah, they realize like how hard they need to be and like like whatever yeah so it's definitely really very 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 interesting um and i'm curious to see like what my sister goes into honestly like maybe this is toxic but i definitely am pushing her towards cs personally but it's not like it's not because i think it's the only viable career option which it's not I think it's, she's just perfectly suited for it. She loves to like, she loves to sit at her computer all day, every day. Online learning is her dream. She is like, literally, I feel like she's so happy with it. Um, and so, yeah, sorry, definitely a little side note there, mm -hmm. but um, it's just very interesting, like how like people like push each other or like, in, like especially like family pressure into certain fields. Um, and I think that like, it's another, it's another stigma to break, but yeah. here I am being a hypocrite again because I'm doing it to my own sister. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny that you said that though because my brother is also a little bit like <laughs> telling me to go into computer science because it's like a hot field right now. Um, so like that is true. Yeah. So, I mean. <laughs> yeah, Karina, I can't, I can't lie to you. It is a hot field right now and it is very employable. And that was like, that was like a strong drive for me to choose this as a field too, because like, I feel like, I don't know, maybe this is also like, not like the best way to think about it. But I think that like, kind of um, like the fact that like your job should be something that like, you like, love, love, love is like, 
kind of crazy to me. Like, it's a, like, it's a job, you know, it's not like, it's, it's, it's like, it's work. Like, I feel like you find, like, it shouldn't be like your main source of joy in your life, in my personal opinion. So I think you have to find something that like, something you thrive in, but not necessarily, I think it's like an illusion that it's like, it's like your life passion is to like, my life passion is accounting. Like, nobody has ever said that ever. Like, um, but I feel like you can find like a good, like for me personally, like looking for a job, like I feel like I would make like the best environment for myself by like finding like a really good workplace with really good coworkers that like I feel a connection with. I think that would like, that's what will make like my career experience super rewarding. And like, while I still like really interested in data science and especially like the computational biology side, like I do think that it's not like, it's not something that like, <laughs> I'm not like, I'm not like up all night being like, oh my gosh, like I need to, I'm not like working on my own fun project for like, um, working on my own like fun genetics project just for like, just in my free time, you know? I'm in a meeting, one second. Sorry. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's kind of interesting that you said that your job is yeah. not like your, I mean, it's, it's something that I think that's like the ideal thing to have is like your, your like job is like your dream. But yeah. I don't know if that's like something that happens to a lot of people. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, is it realistic? You know, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that it is really personally. Um, I think that people who do find that is like amazing. And I think you can be like super like happy in your job. I'm just not like, and a lot of people are like extremely passionate yeah. about like um, computer science and data science and like we'll stay up all night doing fun projects with them. But I mean, I guess I've realized I'm more passionate about sleeping than I am about, than I am about doing extra work for fun <laughs> for literally any topic. <laughs> so yeah, everyone's different. <laughs> True. Um, okay, I have one question about distance learning. I know it kind of like went off that subject for a little bit, but I've gotten like a lot of questions about it. So I want to hear your perspective on it. But how have you stayed motivated during distance learning? Because I think that's a difficult thing to like. Oh my gosh, it's so hard. It's so hard to stay motivated. Um, I think this is probably really toxic, but like for me, like the fear of failing is always there to like make sure that I'm still doing my work. Um, I know that like a lot of my friends have had really hard times in college, like motivate, like motivating themselves. And like, I know a lot, like a lot of my friends are unfortunately like failing their classes and like dropping, dropping, like they dropping classes and failing them because like, because it's hard to stay on track with distance learning. It really is. Um, Berkeley has been like kind of accommodating to us and like they're letting us pass no pass our major courses, which is for certain majors. So it's like, that's something nice. Um, I don't know if I'll take advantage of it personally, but um, yeah. So I think like how I stay motivated though, is like, I kind of remind myself of like the ultimate goal and like why I'm like doing everything. And like, again, like keeping balance really helps me stay motivated too. Like I'm really into making like I kind of like plan my day in my head before like before I like get started and I'm like okay so I'm gonna I'm gonna work until like lunch and then I'm gonna go for lunch and go for a walk and then I'm gonna go like get boba with my friends and then I'm gonna like 
come back and like go to my classes and, and I guess like with college especially like I have a lot of flexibility in my schedule to like do that and I know like you don't because you have uh, I know like my sister she has like she's in a google meet from like eight to like eight to two every single day which yeah which sucks yeah but uh, but it's hard like I think that like people like don't like if you're not able to stay motivated during this time like don't look at it as like a flaw in your own like in your own skills or your in yourself you know because it's it's really not like I know so many people going through that right now and it's a real challenge so I think just like kind of like again like doing what you need to do like if you're in college like dropping your class like lightening your load like losing something because you know times are different and like you shouldn't be expected to behave in the same way as like before all this extra stress and chaos and completely like transformed learning experience. Um, and so I think everyone should go easy on themselves in terms of staying motivated. But um, for me, like planning is how I stay motivated. Planning is how I do everything apparently. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I like that like viewpoint on, on the subject because I think you can either like some people like some people like to work for the future like they're like oh like I'm I'm like I'm like I'm motivated because I like want to do well or I want to accomplish something so that like it'll help me in the future but then other people also just like are looking for like um I know like they're motivated to finish like the rest of the day and like to have like that little like break or that little um I don't know that little like break for fun um later on in the yeah. day which is also like super cool mm -hmm. yeah definitely yeah so I feel like Berkeley was like the perfect fit for you like a perfect school for you <laughs> and I'm just like curious um for high schoolers listening to this what would be your biggest piece of college advice oh my gosh wow um well definitely like Berkeley is a great fit for me I think that like the biggest thing I can say is like you will find like a home wherever you end up like I know very very few people who were unhappy with their college decision and I think like part of it is like their mindset like either thinking like they're not good enough or they're like too good for a school and so they don't really like let themselves integrate and like enjoy like the college experience as much as they should um, on a more like technical, like I think my biggest like piece of advice for like when applying to colleges is don't don't apply to schools that you have no intention of going to or like very low intentions of going to because the amount of time that I wasted applying to for me personally, like any school that wasn't a UC was just like time wasted. <laughs> Honestly, like I wasted like literally like like maybe I don't want to say a hundred hours but like tens of like tens of hours like writing so many supplemental essays and like doing stuff for when I knew I wasn't going to pay more than like UC tuition to go to college and like and that like I don't know that was a huge like oversight for me like especially like after I know like you get into some schools early like I was I was lucky enough to be accepted to SDSU very early on um I think I got like some like early admissions were released um, and I kept continuing to apply to schools that like I would have gone to SDSU like over after I was accepted 
which was extremely, extremely dumb. Uh, highly don't recommend. Um, not only are you like wasting time and wasting money, you're also like making it harder for people who actually want to go to those schools. So definitely don't do that. Um, and then like back to my first point is like making like a home wherever you are. Like I personally really didn't expect to end up at Berkeley. Like I didn't think I was going to get in. I like didn't really, I didn't really plan on like going to Berkeley at all. Like all throughout high school, it was always UCSD for me. Um, and so like, I was, I was really scared. I was really intimidated to come here, but I think that like, you like, it was, it was a great, it is a great fit for me. Like everybody here is just so like, just like they fit my vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone here just like, like so many people here like love all the same things I do and like, you know, just like prioritize all the same things I do. Uh, same interests, like hobby, like it's so amazing to like, that's the cool part about college is you find a place that like, where there's a lot of people like you, which is like so fun and amazing. And I think that like, you kind of have a general idea of like where you can find that. Like, I think that like Berkeley is very different than SDSU, but like at the same time, I think I could still find like the same community at SDSU of people who are like, who have the same priorities as me and like interested in the same things as me. And so I think that like, everyone just should take like a deep breath and just realize that like the college, like, I don't mean this to sound cynical or anything, but the college you end up at like doesn't really matter. You know, like in the long run, like it doesn't really matter if you go to like Berkeley over SDSU. Like I would still like, like you're still gonna have like a great college experience. You're still gonna make lifelong friends. You're still gonna have an amazing career no matter where you go. And I think that like everyone just needs to kind of take some pressure off themselves because it doesn't like really matter in the end, I think. Yeah, now I'm just repeating the same thing over and over again. That's, that's great advice. That is great advice. I think you can always find a group of people that fit your your interests and you can also meet new people by just going to a different place, going to a college and that your college doesn't really dictate your life. So I like how I like that's yeah. like what you said, and I really agree with that. Do you have time for one more question? I know you have to run kind of soon. Oh, no. Yeah, definitely. Let's do it. Okay, cool. So my last question is, what types of things do you do for your self-care? I know what one of them is, but let me see if you say it. Uh, well, I think uh, you already know um, my nails are beautiful right now. They're half, you can't really see in this light, but they're half holographic, half blue. I was trying to go for like a half moon kind of thing. Yeah, guys, she's really talented at nails, and, like, it's, it's really cool. Oh, so sweet. Um, yeah, so, like, I really, I don't know how, honestly, I don't know how, but I always find time to paint my nails, like, almost every week. It's just, like, a nice kind of de-stressor for me, um, and I also have been getting more into skincare, just, like, taking care of just, like, myself more, um, like in general, like my own like well-being. Um, what else? Like I eating is a little bit, I know it's a tricky one, but I definitely like use it as sort of a, a mental health outlet, like as like a reward or like um kind of like to console myself sometimes after a hard test of like, okay, gotta go get boba, like I need an iced coffee to get me through this like next class, you know, uh, or like a little treat. Um 
and then exercise is definitely like one of my biggest um self-care tactics like I always know that like like going on a run going out like exercising just like a little bit like always makes me feel better um and so like I really like take advantage of that I know like even like sometimes before my like I have mid a lot of midterms and evenings now for I don't know why just college does that <laughs> um and so like I'll go on like an afternoon run just to kind of like really like instead of like cramming for the test which is like I find personally like less like productive it doesn't really help me as much like I'll just go like kind of unwind for a second and then like kind of go into the test with a better mindset um and that's really helpful for me let's see what else when I was home I was really into baking and cooking but unfortunately here like I don't have a kitchen so rest in peace but <laughs> otherwise you would have joined my baking workshop yesterday otherwise I definitely would have joined oh my gosh yes how did it go it went really well it was so much fun they are awesome and it's just like it's honestly like a really great like form of self-care just being in the kitchen and like being creative and then also just like relieving yeah. stress so I think Absolutely. other people also loved it as well. So yeah, but I, I love like the things that you do for your self care and I love going on runs with you too. Like that's just so much yes. fun. That, to run together. that is what I look forward to, like playing tennis with you, going for runs, like that's what I look forward to. And I like that you spend time doing those types of things for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, Sophia, for joining. Do you have any last words? Um, no, just thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. Um, I hope that like my answers were all decent. I know I kind of go off track a little bit. Um, but no, you are amazing. <laughs> You're amazing. And you are one of my role models. And I am so glad that you got to come on today. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you again. I'll talk to you very soon. Thank you so much, Sophia, for joining me today. I said this at the end, but you're truly a big role model for me, and I love your insight on these topics. I think one of my biggest takeaways from today is that balance is key. You want to make sure that you're not overworking yourself or feeling so overwhelmed or stressed that you don't have time to do the things that you truly want to do. I know for myself, I personally had a tough week, not just from tests my classes, but also from spending so much time on a computer and in front of a screen. I'm sure many of you can also relate to the way that I'm feeling, but something that I did that was super helpful was that I made an effort to work out every day. I love working out and I love exercising and moving my body. And this is just something that really helped me release some stress and helped me keep a more positive mood and mentality. And so I encourage you to do the same for yourself, whether that's working out or hanging out with a friend in a socially distanced manner. I really encourage you to do the things that you love and to spend time with people that you also love. As we head into Thanksgiving break, I hope you all have a great holiday and I hope you all have a great time and break. Thank you so much for your support. If you have a couple minutes, I would greatly appreciate if you could fill out a short feedback form for me. You can find the form in the episode notes. Also, if you have time, you can also rate us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify. See you next time and remember to stick to you.